Hey everyone, it's Tempe This Week. I'm Chris Baxter-Ging. And I'm Jessica Jupitus. First of all, we are here at probably one of my favorite spots in the entire city. We are here at Yucca Tap Room, and not just in Yucca Tap Room, we're in the Electric Bat Arcade. We are in, surrounded by pinball machines all around, including my very favorite Elvira Scared Stiff, and I am vibrating with excitement, Chris. <laughs> I can't wait to play Scooby-Doo. We're going to talk today about all things Denel Plaza, all things Yucca Tap Room, pinball, everything that you can imagine. But especially we're going to have a sneak peek at the upcoming Tempe Jam. You know, in the 90s, Tempe was known as a hotspot for music, driven by the success of bands like the Gin Blossoms and the Meat Puppets. That same energy and creativity is alive today in places like where we are right now. We're going to invite everybody who's listening to be part of that today. We're going to talk about what's happening on the scene, how you can support local Tempe bands. And Jess, who are we talking to? Thank you for asking, Chris. So like we mentioned, we are here at the Yucca Tap Room, specifically in the arcade again, surrounded by pinball machines. So I'm going to do my best to stay focused, but no promises. Good thing is we have really exciting guests today. So we're going to hear from the Yucca Tap Room's owner, Rodney Hu. We'll discuss the Tempe playlist and Tempe Jam with Tempe's head of arts and culture, Brendan Ross, my colleague. And finally, we'll get to interview local artist Haley Green. She's even going to perform a song for us live here on the podcast. So let's get started. You know, I'm excited to hear that music, especially because every once in a while we're going to hear doo, 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 doo. <laughs> it's going to punctuate, right? <laughs> so, Yucca Tap Room has been a staple in Tempe since the 1970s. And throughout the past five decades, they've played a huge role in fostering the Tempe sound. We have owner Rodney Hugh here today with us, and thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about the history of uh, Dino Plaza and Yucca Tap Room and how it's come to be the legendary live music space that it is. Uh, Dino Plaza started in the late 60s. Um, it's an interesting kind of transformation because at one point it was City Hall and uh, Southern was only two lanes and it ran east-west and you could parallel park on Southern and then pay your electricity bill and utility bill and then pull away and uh then it changed and converted obviously over time this city council moved and everything moved to city hall moved downtown um and so Danelle plaza the original owner wanted to do a basically he called it the entryway into tempe because and when you exit off the 60 and you come down mill avenue you come north you pass by Denel Plaza. So he, he had this vision that it would be this kind of gateway to Tempe. Um, and that's kind of the history of Denel Plaza. Uh, eventually he ended up selling different parts of it to all the different owners, which has kind of made it really complicated over the years. Um, and then that's kind of when my dad kind of got involved. He bought it from the original owners. It was an old cowboy couple, uh, early seventies. We want to say between 72 and 74 was when my dad took over. Um, and yeah, it was just uh, it was just a regular like dive bar, cowboy, biker bar. And it's just kind of transformed over the years. Well, it's made, you know, live music here has has been just incredible. But Denal Plaza has had a lot of things even beyond Yucca Tap Room in it. I mean, it had a skateboarding park for a while. Um, 
there have been some legendary bands that have played here. Uh, tell us about some of the things that you, you know, that you know, some of the famous bands that have come through. Oh, there's been a lot. There's a huge list. And everybody always kind of gives me a lot of crap for this. I don't know if I can curse on this podcast, <laughs> but uh, I get a lot of crap for it because there's been so many through the years. I don't know that I can remember all of them. So, I mean, just a, a few of the local ones, obviously, Jim Blossoms, the refreshments now that Roger Klein, um, Jimmy World, uh, Nate from at the time it was format. Then he, en he ended up going and, and becoming a gra Grammy award winning artist. Um, Carla Morrison played with a band called Babaluka. She's like a Latin American Grammy award winning artist that sells out huge venues as well. So there's been a lot. And then we have a lot of different punk, punk bands for the years, uh, just all the different local bands. It's just been a really amazing kind of thing that happened. And um, I'm kind of happy that we were able to kind of form that relationship and kind of nurture a lot of the bands through the years. So, Well, you've, you've kind of been a who's who of Tempe Sound for a really long time. And thank you so much for that. How does Yucca support local music today? Uh, we do... An open, well, we do an open mic every Monday night. Uh, Haley's been doing it for years uh, and now recently handed it over. Um, and that's been part of it. And then we also have just, we have all the different bands. We, we, we try to do live music almost every night. Uh, it gets really difficult now just because just tastes have changed. A lot of things have changed uh, where it's, it gets a lot harder to do live music all the time. Um, but yeah, we really try to, to create an environment in a place where uh, a lot of musicians like to hang out and come and just spend time to see their friends. And it's kind of become like a cheers of Tempe, so to speak, for uh, Tempe musicians. Well, you've seen both Yucca and Tempe grow and change over the years. What makes Tempe such a special place for local music? That's a really good question. <laughs> um, Obviously, I'm biased. I'm a Tempe native, so I, I grew up in Tempe. I have my heart and soul is in Tempe. Um, went to high school at Marcos, went to ASU. So uh, to me, I always have this kind of admiration for Tempe. I always feel that uh, Tempe is the center point for Phoenix. You can be in Tempe and you can literally go anywhere uh, from Tempe and it's 15, 20 minutes away. Whereas if you're on the far west side or the far east side, it's a lot different. So to me, Tempe's always kind of been the center point, as well as being right next to the university has been really good for younger musicians and younger artists. So uh, for me, I think that um, those are part of the reasons why that the kind of Tempe sound, local sound, all all these different musicians that kind of have started um, like to come and spend time and, and perform in Tempe. And you've gone through many expansions over the years. Tell us what's next at Yucca that people can come out and, and see. Um, yeah, so we, uh, we expanded kind of further and further into the building because we, we own the building and have expanded the liquor license. Um, and we're the big project that everybody's kind of waiting to see and hear about what's gonna happen is the transformation of Denel Plaza and really kind of um, building that out and creating a destination location. We feel that uh, every, all the local kind of neighbors and all the local residents can be proud of. We wanna create a, a place where um, people can come and eat and drink and hang out and, um, feel like it's something that they can always kind of come to 
and we want people from all around the valley to want to come and spend time here. Well, if Tempe is the center point of the valley, Yucca Tap Room is pretty much exactly the center of Tempe. You're right at Southern and Mill. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I don't know what to say to that. No, it's uh, it's been hard. I mean, we we're celebrating our 50th next year. Um, you know, it was kind of one of my dad's, you know, wishes to really keep this going as a family legacy kind of business. And it, it hasn't been easy going through COVID and just, you know, just trying to stay relevant uh, when you have all these other kind of businesses and so many other things. And while the valley keeps growing bigger and bigger, it's just, you know, everybody's looking for the new places to come. So it really it really is um, a testament to uh, my staff and, and really the neighbors and all the customers to really kind of support us through the years to kind of keep us going. So, Rodney, with all the changes coming to Denal Plaza, what's the future hold for Yucca Tap Room? Uh, we're we're going to be a part of the new development, so it's really going to be more arts and culture centric, I feel, for the plaza. Um, we want to really kind of push the envelope to make sure that we are still uh, involved in the project um, and that Yucca's still going to be here. And we are looking forward to seeing all the changes um, and to really be a part of it. So Yucca is going to be part of this no matter what, arts and culture no matter what, and uh, we move forward. Yeah, absolutely. It, it'll actually be a, we, we kind of want it to be a location where people can also come for more, actually more arts and culture because we are going to like have more events. We'll do a lot more outdoor events, obviously, when the weather permits um, and uh, kind of really make it a, something special. And one more question. We're in the arcade right now. How did that come to be? You have some of the most amazing machines, uh, a, a huge collection of them. Uh, that's a great that's a great question, too. So um, that started because I was um, I was realizing that a lot of um, barcades were happening around the United States as well as in Valley. Cobra had opened downtown and was getting a lot of really good feedback from people of, of wanting to do the barcade kind of concept. And so I went to uh, this arcade kind of, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, as a yearly thing that they do called ZapCon. It's a convention for all these arcades that they do in Mesa. And um, my partner at the time, Sean and I, we were kind of asking people, you know, who do we need to talk to and who is someone we can talk to that's an expert in arcades and pinball and things like that. And everybody we talked to said that you need to talk to Rachel, you need to talk to Rachel. So we talked to Rachel. And um, one thing led to another and we said, hey, we're, we're thinking about opening up a barcade if you're interested. And she's like, what bar do you own? And we, I, I told her it's Yucca and she was kind of blown away and she's like, no way. She didn't really believe us. And then we met here and uh, the rest is history. That's so cool. I am definitely playing Ghostbusters, Scooby-Doo and Jurassic World. Just saying. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything. <laughs> Thank you guys for the support. All right, and check out Yucca's upcoming event calendar on their website, yuccatap.com. They are open seven days a week from 6 a.m. to 2 a.m., so get your pinball in. Uh, and now, moving forward, so the city of Tempe is dedicated to supporting local arts, which is why we invest in grants for local musicians and artists, quality live music events, and opportunities for artists to get involved with the community. Brendan Ross, Deputy Community Services Director for Arts and Culture, is here to talk with us about the Tempe Playlist and Tempe Jam and what else the city is doing to support our local artists. So Brendan, 
The city's created what's called the Tempe Playlist. What is it and how can people listen? G'day Jess, great to be here and talking about live music. Uh, the Tempe Playlist is really about uh, celebrating uh, not just the history and identity of live music, but what it is now and where it's going. And uh, this is a program that's been running for about six years and we've just given it a new boost of energy. Uh, it's a playlist that uh, celebrates Tempe and valley-wide musicians uh, who are making music here and now. It's, uh, the way we do this is, we, last year we put a call out uh, for professional musicians uh, and bands, uh, whether you be established or emerging and uh, performing in a variety of styles and venues. And we pulled together a panel of uh, professional musicians and residents to look at submissions and come up with a playlist that really captures the spirit and heart of Tempe's live music scene. And we've got a great list that's come together that really celebrates the professionalism of what our musos do, the, the innovation and the, the diversity of styles. So how can you listen, you might ask? Mm -hmm. Spotify. So uh, if you jump on Spotify, we have the playlist. It's called the Tempe Playlist. You can also see the previous playlist as well. And there, I think around about 44 songs on that list. Uh, it's about three hours of great music and all sorts of styles. and. That, you know, there's going to be some musicians that you know and love from old times and there, there are fresh, you know, hot off the press musicians that you might discover um, for the first time as well. And I love what you said, Brendan, about the, the variety. And that's something that Rodney was saying as well, is there's yeah. such a huge variety of types of music. And I remember growing up here as a kid and never being old enough to go to the shows, but really, really wanting to because there was so much going on. So I think that's really exciting. But back to the Tempe playlist, the mm. artists on there also receive support from the city. What does that look like? Uh, so our community arts team, uh, you know, uh, not only puts together this playlist, but has conceived of a, 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 you know, a program of professional development support and promotion for musicians in different ways. So they created this fantastic Tempe musicians booking list. It's a, you know, 50 page booklet. It's available around the city. Uh, and the idea is it's here to market and promote our professional musicians to those who, uh, you know, book live gigs, who are event organisers, businesses, venues. Uh, part of that process in supporting musicians was to uh, offer to pay for and arrange uh, professional photo shoots for each of our bands or artists. And it, there's some great photo shots um, that have come through in the booklet. I, I have to do a shout out to our two photographers, Mike Williams and uh, David Blakeman, who've done a great job in collaboration with the artists. Uh, as part of that, this booklet also has contact details for the musicians, QR codes to go straight and listen to their music, uh, biogs, and, and it really serves as a great resource around the city and the valley to uh, discover and convert into actual gigs uh, for live musicians. So uh, we're really excited to be pushing that out for the first time uh, right now. I love that, the opportunity to get that kind of support and, and marketing that you often can't afford when you're first starting out is really exciting. Yeah. To have that coming from the city is huge. Yeah, and it's also available online as well as a digital document as well, so either way. We're using that book right now to book somebody for a, for a gig with economic uh, development, hopefully. Yay. Love it. You know, I know Tempe Centre for the Arts, Arts in the Parks, uh, Downtown Tempe Authority, everyone's getting behind it. Yeah. 
Oh, I love that. So that's Tempe Playlist. Mm. And this November is the third annual Tempe Jam. I'm assuming not raspberry. So what's in yeah. store for this? <laughs> uh, this is the third time we've done this. It's it's free event down at the Tempe Sports Complex. Uh, if you haven't been, I really recommend checking it out. It's on Saturday, November 4, from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, we have uh, a lineup of three great bands who happen to be on the playlist. The Bad Cactus Brass Band. I'm wearing my cactus shirt today in honour. Um, Piyama Piyama and uh, Prime Society. So uh, music for everybody. Uh, also, we've got some uh, dance from the Sacred G's. If you haven't seen their light suits, they're pretty fantastic. Uh, we've got uh, some fire performers from the Walter Productions. Those of you who know Murding Man might be familiar with some of their work. Uh, beer, wine, food trucks. We've also got a free t-shirt um, screen printing. So come down and make and get a t-shirt and a range of other arts activities. It's a great sort of, uh, you know, uh, November uh, relaxing afternoon to just uh, bring the family or just come on a date night. And uh, it's free. Which it's is free. You know, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So bring a chair or a blanket and uh, settle in. Yeah. Really, aren't you hosting that event? The rumors are true. <laughs> I am hosting. <laughs> this is the official announcement, isn't it? It is Hayley? official. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're really great to have Haley be our MC for the night. So musicians introducing other musicians. Yes, and the lineup is incredible. So if you're listening and you have not heard those three bands, this is a very rare opportunity to see them all for free on an awesome stage. So make sure you get over there. Oh, I love it. I am so excited for this. And, you know, November is actually a time we can go outside. So even better there. You probably wear a sweater even. Oh, oh you're getting I'm cheeky so excited. now. I know. Dream big. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Brendan, how else does the city support local artists? And what really sets Tempe apart as far as that impact that's made? Well, we're coming at this opportunity from different angles. So in one way, we're supporting musicians directly, but also we're supporting businesses to hire musicians. So just recently, the council announced that they are doing a huge discount on permitting to host live music for businesses. And uh, I, I think it's a reduction from about $1,600 down to $200. So it, it's big. Uh, so it's it makes it easy for business to get in on the act, get their booking list and, uh, you know, start promoting and, and positioning live music. But aside from that, you know, look, uh, we have something quite unique here. It's the arts and culture tax uh, where the residents voted this in in perpetuity. And it means that we can um, invest that back in our local arts and culture scene in all sorts of ways. Uh, to incubate artists through programs like 48 Live down at the Tempe Centre for the Arts. Uh, we have Arts in the Parks. I know, Haley, you've done Arts in the Parks. And, yes. you know, um, these are hyper-local events in our neighbourhoods. Uh, there is live music for children, uh, for uh, older folks. And so uh, and we also have uh, a grants program. We doubled our investment in our grants in the last 18 months. Uh, so we're, we are putting our money where our mouth is. We, we want more cash in the system for artists to be able to do their work. Uh, and then the other part of it is to capture and celebrate music history here in, in Tempe. You know, so the, our, our museum is a, a great um, and trusted source for documenting and recording and celebrating uh, the many kind of layers of music history that start right with our indigenous heritage right through our, the most contemporary um, you know, businesses and venues doing things here. Absolutely. And when people vote for a tax, it shows that they really care about something and knowing that 
Tempe considers arts and culture central to the identity of the city, I think is really important as, as Rodney knows, as Haley knows, as we all know. So true. And we have an arts and culture commission made up of residents and other, you know, arts professionals, and they help steer and guide how we um, place those investments for, you know, um, best return and in keeping with what our community hopes and expects. So I know where to listen to the Tempe playlist, Spotify, and we've got the Tempe Jam coming up, but what other fun arts and culture events can we look forward to, Brendan? Okay, so I, I gotta keep this tight, but I, uh, we've got a, a bunch of family stuff coming up for live music. Uh, we have Free Art Fridays, which has live music as well uh, for toddlers. Uh, the next one is October 27. They, they are really popular with the little ones. Amazing events. Go, yeah. go, go if you have little ones. Yeah, it yes. is, isn't it? It's lots of free activities um, as part of that morning. Um, on the other side of things, we have Indigenous Peoples Day. The, uh, the city just voted that as a, a, um, a holiday for the city. And we are um, celebrating uh, Latin American Indigenous folk down at Tempe Centre for the Arts on that day. So there's a um, cultural coalition is a partner we're working with to bring together a range of food, dance, music and storytelling. Uh, there's a local chef, ancestral dancers. So that's all happening uh, on Monday, October 9 at Tempe Centre for the Arts. And then finally, I, I do want to give a plug for more uh, Native American music that's coming down at Tempe Centre for the Arts in November. Uh, there's a, there's a, a young band on the playlist called One Way Sky. I heard them the other night at... Uh, Arts in the Parks, and they're going to be playing at TCA uh, in November 2nd. And it's, it's, I love their music. It's got a chill hype uh, feel about it, they describe it as. Um, uh, these are young musicians from Gila River Indian Community in the Tohono O'odham Nation. And uh, it's a, if you want to get down and discover what's next, uh, it's, I love the way they drew on, draw on both their traditional heritage but some really contemporary urban sounds as well. So lots to discover. Uh, also, if you're into Tempe Symphony Orchestra, Arizona Theatre Company, they keep coming uh, month after month uh, in the city here. That is, I, my calendar has exploded. Thank you for that, Brendan. <laughs> so I'm, I'm ready for it. Back to you, Chris. Hey, thanks so much. So we've heard a little bit from Haley Green today, but I think we're going to hear some more. Haley is a playlist artist, and uh, she's performed at many City of Tempe events and obviously hosting Tempe Jams. So exciting. Um, so... You do open night, open mic nights here at the Yucca Tap Room. So I have been attending the open mic here for about 14 years off and on. Um, it's running on over 20 years old, which is incredible. Um, I took over hosting duties uh, about two and a half years ago. I actually just recently passed the torch uh, hosting to Kevin Redlick, who is an amazing local Tempe musician. Um, but I, I was just here this week. I just performed on Monday. So love the open mic. It's a very, very special event to me. How did you first get started with music? Um, I picked up a guitar 20 years ago this year. Um, I went to school in Cave Creek and we had a music elective and all of my buddies decided to do guitar. So I followed them um, and it just uh, was kind of out of left field. I was uh, riding horses professionally at that point and thought that that was where my life was going to go. And then music just kind of snuck in and took over. So here we are. So you live here in Tempe. I do. I can I can walk here. My mom would not like me saying that, but. <laughs> <laughs> you can walk to the library too then. Also. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you play a lot of gigs here in the area. 
I do. What do you think about that combination, living and playing here in Tempe and in throughout the valley? What's it like? Um, it's a great place to be. Um, Tempe's awesome, as Rodney mentioned. It's really central, um, so I can kind of get anywhere in town. I'm really close to the freeways, um, and we just have such a diverse landscape so i can be playing you know a dive bar like yucca one night and be at a upscale scottsdale resort the next night a coffee house another night um so it's just really nice uh, that there's so many options um so it just it doesn't feel like the same thing every day and we have so many amazing venues and just amazing musicians and we're really a family here in arizona uh, with the music scene so it's just it's a good place to be i was gonna say i think you know musicians it's a family right Yes, it's very, very small world is kind of what we all all say to each other. <laughs> so many of the bands here will ha- will have members that maybe play, you know, different times. Oh, different yeah. Bands. Rehearsals and studio yeah. sessions are impossible <laughs> to schedule. Are you implying a Tempe super group here, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> <what> we're building? <laughs> that's that's a goal. <laughs> so you have a new EP coming out soon. I do. And the first single was released on the Tempe playlist. It was. I was so excited. So I kind of um, I worked very closely with the team to coordinate um, the release dates because that can get a little bit dicey. But I was very, very excited to partner with the city again for that. So I'm thinking the end of October, uh, my birthday weekend, we will have the whole five songs out for everybody. I'm very excited. That's very cool. Are you going to have some sort of a, uh, a drop party? Uh, we have a show at Last Exit Live on October 26th um, with the full band. And then I'm having a little birthday party the next night at Walter Station Brewing. Fantastic. So it'll kind of be an EP birthday explosion weekend. <laughs> so, you know, why is it so important for people to come out and support local music? Well, uh, as a musician, just having, um, you know... He- literally human beings in front of you when you're performing and and having that energy exchange is really important um and it's just i think people sometimes i saw it happen over covid when the music and the entertainment kind of isn't there it's one of those things you don't realize that your heart is missing until it's not there um so it's really important to kind of keep these venues that are supporting original bands and just local music in general alive because we have lost a lot of venues over the past however many years. Um, So the ones that we still have left, uh, like Yucca, I think are just really important to the community to support. And um, you can support for free by, you know, sharing stuff on social media and telling people about events. You can support with your dollars by buying tickets and merch and spending money at the venues on food and drinks and stuff like that. So any, any way you can support is, is so very appreciated to all of us. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, we're really, really excited for your EP dropping and even more excited that we have the pleasure of hearing you play today. So, Haley, what are we going to hear? Uh, we're going to hear the title track off the EP. Um, it just dropped last month. It is called Finally Breathing. Oh, I can't wait. Sit alone here by the ocean Trying to write down all my words The waves, they're in constant motion
Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Find bonus materials and videos at tempe.gov slash tempe this week. And I think we're going to be getting some video of just playing one of the Elvira pinball machines. Oh, I am so pumped for this. And of course, we can't forget about the prizes. So head to the website and answer the first trivia question correctly to win a gift certificate to Yucca Tap Room so you can come out and support local music happening right here in Tempe. Am I eligible for that? Oh, it's uh, Chris. <laughs> Come on now. And the Omni Tempe Hotel at ASU is putting up an overnight stay as a grand prize for us this season. Listen every week and answer all the questions. You could win. That's it. We're gonna we're gonna give it away around November twentieth, twenty twenty three. It could be a great holiday gift. And stick around for after the podcast uh, where we talk about resources that support what we talked about today. Um, and one of the books in there is called From Cradle to Stage. Uh, and it's about mothers of rock stars, kind of the nurturing that, that Rodney's giving here, um, and nurturing rock stars once probably their diapers don't need to be changed anymore. But, you know, <laughs> same kind of love. And we also have some really great historic photos of Yucca Tap Room and Danelle Plaza that you'll be able to see. Thanks so much, everybody. Hey.